All right, everyone. I know some of you are a little curious about what I talk about in the Authentic Connections Couples class. Well, here is a little snippet of some of the things that I discuss with couples from all over the United States and even the world. I want to share some of this with you, and hopefully you'll get some of your own insights. So grab a notebook and a pen, get ready to take some notes. So just feel into that permission field that you allowed yourself to be a part of as you walked into this room, not even quite knowing what you were gonna do, but suddenly being thrust into these poles and these <laughs> dancers, and it's like, what is happening right now? And, you know, the permission that it requires for us to like let down some of our inhibitions and to just get out of the routine or out of that, the way that we typically will show up in relationships. Did anybody show up a little bit different just in these short moments than what they normally do in your relationship? Yes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How was that for you? The mind might say like, well, that was kind of crazy, whatever it was, right? But then like, how does it feel inside the body? I was a little uncomfortable at first, like, oh my gosh, everyone's watching me, but like, I like, well, it's just a liberating feeling. Yeah. Kind of expansive. Expansive. Playful. Playful. What else? Playful, expansive. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah, it was vulnerable. And then what happened with the vulnerability? Did it stay vulnerable? Did it shift at all? It, the vulnerability shifted into being a little more intimidating to being, it's great to be vulnerable. Yeah. So you found some expansion in that. Yeah. So just hearing these themes of like fun and playful. And we are at our most creative when we are having fun. And when we are, when we are in our delight, in our play. And that is a magical gift to bring to our relationships. And in our relationships, it's, it's easy to get into just like a routine, right? How many of you are in a routine in your relationship? It's not bad, it's not good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, Let's, we're gonna let everybody off the hook here. If you raise your hand, if you're like, yeah, I can relate to that, that doesn't mean anything is happening in the relationship that's like, <laughs> you know, bad, and where nobody's calling each other out or anything like that. He's just saying, you know, we're all humans and we can probably relate in some ways that we get into routines, you know? And, um, and those routines are necessary because they can create some foundation also for us that we can you know, come to kind of count on and build our, build our day upon. But it's also important to infuse some, some new juice, some new energy in that. And it's important to be conscientious and intentional about doing that. Because a lot of times in relationships, especially those relationships who we're really close to, like we can kind of take them for granted sometimes. And not because, because we don't love each other, but just because we're like, you're here. I, I, I trust that you're not going anywhere. And all this other stuff outside of us sometimes feels very volatile and ever-changing and business and career and all these things. And so that needs our attention. And so this really important relationship may not get as much of our attention as it needs in order to continue to thrive and give us the juice that can actually magnify all of the other things in our life. Does that make sense? Very cool. So 
Welcome to Authentic Connection. And um, this class, even though, you know, it talks a lot about like couples and I am to simplify things, I'm going to relate it to romantic relationships, okay? And again, that's just to simplify things. But this pertains to all relationships, all relationships that really we want to invest in and that we want to grow, okay? Um, I'm Veronica Clark, and so I am a sex and intimacy expert and coach. And I have been um, studying and working with sexuality and Tantra for the last 15 years very actively. It's a part of my practice, a part of my coaching practice. I travel around the world teaching um, and helping people to really come back into their body around sexuality. Um, one of the things that I specialize in is also helping to like heal beyond like sexual traumas or repression that could have even just occurred because of um, you know, religion or just the ways that we're brought up. It's not okay to masturbate. It's like, this is bad. These are all kinds of different shaming things. Slut shaming, you know, we hear all kinds of stuff or how a woman might dress or how men behave or any of those kinds of things like that. That can create so much pressure um, and it's difficult to lift out of. And so I, I really wanted to free myself from those limiting beliefs that I had and, and I have five children and I remember I remember one time I was my son was like eight years old and I couldn't wait to sit down on the couch and tell him don't ever touch your genitals like they are not to you know be touched and just wash them but don't ever play with them you know and it was just so interesting when I like after I started to really wake up and realize I'm like oh my gosh I'm perpetuating these kind of same beliefs that had been passed down to me and I had to really examine, where does this come from? Do I want that? Isn't that my belief? What is really true about our bodies and our sexuality? And just, again, wanting to be free, free for myself and then also to be an example for my children and for my life, I was like, I went on a really deep exploration and that exploration has brought me here. One of the other things is, is that, you know, I've, I've lived a life. I have like lived a big life. I've been married and I've been divorced and I've done all the things and I've been bankrupt and then I've made a fortune again and lost it again and it, all the things. And, and saw myself in many different ways in relationships. I saw not so great behaviors like you know, manipulation or maybe emasculating because I needed to have some kind of control or to feel better about myself or whatever that story was. And ultimately, I, I started to think, how do I want to be loved and how do I want to love? How do I want, like, what does that feel like? What does that look like? And so then what is going to, what's going to be required? What do I have to change and do different for me? And then everyone else gets to benefit from that. Yeah. Can anyone relate to anything I'm talking about? Yeah? Okay. So this class is going to be an experiential class. We're going to play. You're going to stay with your partner, and you guys get to explore and play, and I'm going to give you some different techniques and some different practices. And I know some of you have done some of the classes with me before, and, um, you know, I don't want to, like, sugarcoat anything. I mean, 
relationships are challenging. <laughs> you know, it's like they're hard work. And, and they don't have to be as hard as we make them either. So my intention is to share some tools and some practices with you today that will help to edify your relationship and also to give you some more tools to be able to take care of yourself in the relationship so that you can even ask for what you need and ask for what you want and feel safe and comfortable in that. Let's take another deep breath. And just relax your shoulders a little bit and like try to get a little bit more comfy in your seat and just like, ooh, let your belly relax a little. <sighs> yeah, just like settle in. Mm, settle in like we're gonna have a good fireside chat, good conversation, yeah. And who would like to feel maybe a little more, a little more open and maybe even a deeper sense of intimacy in their relationship? Maybe a little closer. You're close, but maybe I can feel a little bit more. Maybe let some of those, maybe some walls down a little. Yeah. Yeah. It takes, it takes time, right? It takes time. Um, intimacy is deeply connected to trust, right? And trust is like we give trust when we feel like a sense of safety. And it's not usually like safety, like something's gonna happen to me, I'm gonna get hurt in this relationship or something like that. It's just a safety of like, can I be accepted for who I am? You know, and at the same time, at the same time, here's the thing, can I also still be held accountable? So it's not just about being accepted for like, and I'm agreeing to be mediocre and I'm cool with you being mediocre, cause like, that's not, that's not helpful. That is super codependent, right? And there's a lot of relationships that can be really codependent. And so really what we want to talk about is like co-creation. So can I be seen and can I be accepted for who I am? And, and can I still be held to higher standards so that I can be my best version of myself? Yeah. So I would like you to um, just think about yourself for a moment. Let's think about how you show up in your relationships. And so I want to give a little more context. Um, if you're in a, in a relationship right now, in a romantic relationship, you can think about that relationship that you're in. If you're not in a relationship, but you would like to be in a relationship, imagine yourself in the relationship, in the ideal relationship that you would like to have, okay? And if you're not interested in having a relationship, but you're in with a romantic relationship, think about the relationship and how you may show up with other people in your life. So if you want to you know, build stronger connections, okay? So this is you relating to others. So take a deep breath. And exhale all that out. Yeah. And I'd like you to just start to feel into how, how do you show up right now in your relationship? How do you show up? Don't give yourself a hard time just looking. Don't celebrate yourself. But... All right, so just kind of get a, get a snapshot of that, how you show up. And now, how would you like to show up? 
How do you want to show up? Because you know you have the capacity to. What's the level up? Mm-hmm. And, and kind of like stay in that for a moment because we want to start to create this new relationship version from our imagination and from our potential and possibility of what we can do and be and show up. So just feeling that and breathing, feeling the possibility of that. Now I'd like you to open your eyes and you have um, some paper next to you and a pen. And I'd like you to just write down just a couple of things about, you know, you know, you're showing up in a way that you're really proud of right now, and you're like, I really love this. Like, this is, this is like, I'm down in my relationship, and these are some amazing things, and then these are some things that, these are some ways I'd like to show up moving forward. These are some things I'd like to do. Might take some work. You might think to yourself, well, I want to show up like this, but my partner doesn't do this, or I need this to happen in order for that to happen, okay? But we're going to take all that out and just say, this is how I want to show up. Just breathing as you're writing. It's like you're writing on this magical paper. You're writing this new version of yourself into being. How do I want to feel in my relationship? How do I want to love? And how do I want to be loved? For you. For your benefit. To give you about another 30 seconds, you can always come back to this. All right, and then just starting to wrap that up and set that to the side. Throughout this class, I'm going to be weaving in some different pieces, okay, and, and stuff will kind of build on each other, so it's not very linear, it's just going to weave. And so part of this is going to be, you know, really recognizing how do I can create a co-creative relationship and 
um, not a codependent. We'll talk a little bit more about that. So co-creative. And also, what are some what are some new operating agreements that I can have in my relationship? You know, it's always good to have some agreements in your relationship, no matter how long you've been together. Short time, long time, doesn't matter. But we can always bring in some new agreements. And those agreements can, can change. It's like a living, breathing, you know, like a paper, like, you know, an agreement. It's living and breathing. It's changing based on, like, how's our relationship ebbing? How are we changing, you know, together and individually? And how does this, how does this inform the agreements that we make to help as we expand, they expand? Okay? We're going to chat about that. But I would like to hear from you. And it's going to be really helpful, you know, for when you share, it's helpful because then I can, I know what's happening with you, and then we can work on that and build off of that. And um, what I do is I, I really base the class and some of the things that I offer up based on what I hear from you. So they're all different in that way. So just say a little, you can introduce yourself, say your name, and then say, like, why, why did you say yes to coming to this class? And what might you, like, what do you want to get out of it? Try to go the second layer. Like, what do you want to get out of it? Not just like it was a thing that was available or my, my partner brought me. I get that. But, like, how could it really be beneficial for you? So, yes. Oh, more trusting and more soft. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What else? My name is Brian, and the word authentic, I'm big on authenticity. So that caught my attention the most, like authentic. Um, and I think when it comes to all relationships, like authenticity is extremely <coughs> important. So that just kind of, that immediately threw me. Like, if you were to just say couple workshop or something like that, but the authentic part is, yeah. It's important to you, that call to your soul. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, thank you. Yes. Hi, my name is Adab. Um, full transparency, I showed up to this class. I signed up to this class originally because I signed up my mom. I'm like, speak with my mom and dad. <laughs> She's doing really great for her with my dad. And then I was like, well, I don't want her to go by herself. And so I came with her, but um, this morning during yoga, you said, you know, for anyone who is getting out of a relationship, um, or wants to be in a relationship, and I thought it would be wonderful to come learn um, more about interesting questions. Thank you. Yes. Uh, uh, I echo what was said earlier about the word authentic. Um, that, that caught me as well. Um, but also the, the issue of intimacy and that being something that has been a barrier to relationships before and I think it's, it's erected itself again uh, in this relationship which is going fine but I understand there's other levels as you're able to, um, uh, to, to break down those walls around the, the intimacy that I am capable of creating. Beautiful. Great self-awareness. Thank you. Yes. 
Hi, I'm Emily, and um, I want to learn, I've joined the workshop because I want to learn more um, how to help the other person um, with their vulnerability and openness, because I feel like I'm like just open, like come get me in here, like all the time, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm ready, you know, I'm ready. and the, the people that I've been attracting are not quite there yet, and that's okay, um, but then that makes me like hold back instead of like leading it, I want so I stop, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like waiting for them to also get there. Mm -hmm. um, so learning ways to, for me to be a, an assistance for them to get to that state so that it can collaborate and be like, like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm hearing you want to kind of be led a little bit more instead of you having to do the one that's I want. I really want to be led. You want to be led. Because I just, mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. Just one quick thought on that. I remember um, after getting out of like one of my second long-term relationships after my marriage, I was like, the next person that I was going to go into a relationship with, I thought, you know what, your man has to be bigger than my man. Because my man's big. Yeah. And so really, it's an interesting look at self then. It's like, where can I surrender and not be you know, the man anymore. So it's just an interesting, it's an interesting thing. And we're going to, we're, we're going to touch into that because in this, you know, even it's common, it's very common, you know, that we are in these different protective modes. I'm just going to go here for a second. Okay. I'm going to talk about feminine and masculine energy that um, a lot of times we put up these barriers around us because we've been hurt before. We don't want to get hurt. We want to make better decisions. We want to, we're like, I didn't make this good decision when I attracted my last partner, so I have to be this way. And, and so that can put some walls up. And what happens, and I'm just going to speak in general terms again. Everything's going to be very general. If this doesn't apply to you, you know, just, I'm just trying to keep it simple, okay? But let's just say um, in every relationship, there's going to be someone who is more in the feminine role mostly and then mostly in the masculine role mostly but we'll always shift back and forth depending on different times but let's just say most of the time but let's just say in if if you are a heterosexual female and you are all you know boarded up barriered up like hey i'm strong i take care of myself i'm self-sufficient i got this handled and i make my own money i know how to hold things down i can take care of myself i'm good then this masculine energy can automatically push the man into the feminine energy. And he doesn't necessarily, he doesn't want to be there. So again, I'm speaking in general terms, okay? But the, but this, the, the masculine wants to be able to be the masculine, the provider, the provisioner, the protector. But if you're the one that's protecting yourself and you're all protected and you're like, you got to pass this test first before I can trust that you, that I can let you in. He, he can't even really win. Okay. Does, is this landing? Yeah. So how do you be a visionary, be a provider? So you're saying you kind of have to like let go of that role in order to bring in that message. You do. There's a time and a place. This is, there's a time and a place. We're going to shift into different, different roles. I'm going to talk about the, the masculine side in here in just a second too because this is important. 
you know, for a woman in order to feel safe and in order to surrender, then the man is going to have to step up too and heal some of those kind of masculine wounds that could have been come from the, from the mom, from past relationships, from all kinds of stuff. We'll talk about that in a second. You can still have a, a, a business that you can still do all of those things. I'm, a, I'm right now in my masculine. And when I'm in a teacher role, I'm in my masculine. When I'm running and operating my business, I'm in my masculine. But when I'm in my relationship, that has to come off. And I get to practice being soft. And if I'm not soft, then I'm not going to be able to attract like my equal but the masculine that can actually hold me. And so then what would happen, and I have done this in the past, is then I would, I would attract other men who were, you know, I would say, who didn't have as much like a character, like strong enough character and integrity. And then I would emasculate him for not being what I wanted him to be, what I wanted him to be. Can you, can you see how this happens? This is such an unfair pattern. It's a projection. So I'd like you to just do this little thing here. This is, so words are super powerful and there are, and there's like symbols, there's codes in everything, you know? But if you make like a little, let's make a little like triangle, like with the, with the angle, okay, like going down, just like that. Can, can everybody kind of see that? Okay, relationships are true gifts. And so here in the top, let's just write parent. At the top is parent, okay? Parent. So the parent, this just means your upbringing. Whether, you know, it just means your, your, whoever brought you up in that parent role. Bigger influences, the ones that maybe imprints upon you when you were growing up. And then over here, you can write partner. Partner. And at the very bottom, at that point, just write pattern, pattern, P-A-T-T-E-R-N, pattern, okay? What do all three of those words have in common? They all have the same letters, don't they? Your parents, your parents will help start to create a pattern within you because you're gonna get imprinted and so those imprints happen and every single time that thing happens, it gets imprinted upon you and then it becomes a story that you play out. It's in your patterns and it keeps showing up and there's a story that'll come out. You know, there's all, we don't have time to go into all those things, but I just want you to just like have something, right? <coughs> and then from those patterns, they're gonna show up whenever you're in partnership with anybody, whether whatever kind of relationship. It could be a business relationship. So partner consists of anybody that you're in relationship with because they're your mirror. And so you are going to play out those patterns with your partner. But if you know the gift of relationship, and these are some of the things I want to teach you, is like to really to be able to be and see each other and soften with each other so that you can actually be with the soul of each other and help each other to level the fuck up, right? To get to the next level in your life, then your partner can help you to heal those wounds that were created in the upbringing with that with the parent. Yeah, I'm speaking in general terms. Does this, does this land, are you, are you getting some of this? Can you feel some like resonance of like, oh man, we might be on something, right? Yes. Can you 
It's going to automatically, yeah, so this, so earlier I was talking about polarity, right? I was kind of teasing a little bit of like, can you be the pole? Can you receive? This kind of thing. Because if you're both doing the same thing, nobody's, you can't, two people can't lead. Two people cannot lead. One of them is going to have to surrender. Unconsciously, unconsciously, this is most of the time, is that we will push the other one into the, uh, you know, into the opposite. So let me give you an example. If, if the masculine, let's say that the, the man is coming home and he, you know, he has some emotional immaturity and he doesn't really know how to handle his emotions and he's coming and he's like venting and he's like telling you all this stuff and he's just like, oh my God, this is the day. And he's kind of whining. I'm just, again, just, you know, what's happening is that that is going to, that creates a distrust in the woman, but she has to automatically then go into her masculine to be able to hold the venting and the this and that that the masculine that the man is releasing right that makes sense so she then has to like be the one who like holds but she's like okay so then if this happens repeatedly then it's like can i be safe enough am i safe enough to relax into my feminine can i actually be held if i always have to hold his em his emotions there's not space for my emotions to be felt so then we, we get hard. And what happens then is that then women start to withhold sex. We don't have sex because we're not turned on, right? In some ways, that becomes a punishment. So we, you know, it's just, it's one of those tendencies because this, this throws us into some of those kind of unconscious behaviors. So we withhold, and it's not just because we're not turned on. You can't be turned on when you're, when you are, you know, if you're in these opposite positions that you really don't want to be in. I'm trying to see if there's anything else I wanted to share about that, but you can ask more questions and that could help. But um, I'm hearing some like oohs and ahs, so we're getting some insights and this is landing. Are we we're getting some of some of this, how it's happening? Can you see how this is playing out and how it, how it has played out perhaps in some of your relationships? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The great thing is, is that we just get to be aware of it. And you get to change it at any time. You don't have to stick with it. It doesn't take a year to change or anything like that. You get to actually change it right away. It's, it's just about bringing awareness to it. Um, one, one thing that, that is also important is to make sure that you are, your partner is not your therapist. Your partner is not your therapist. If you want to make love to your partner, you want to see them, you want to see them vibrant and big, you want to be able, because like, think about this. Like even, you know, even your children or anybody else that you have in your life, you have this one person who you get to share so intimately with, you get to share sex with, you get to share every, everything with, right? You don't get to do that with everybody. So this person, you want to be able to be your most authentic self. You want to be able to be in, in your truth and be in your vulnerability. So don't bring all of the like stuff to them, all of the problems, all of the things. You've got to get a therapist. You've got to get a coach. You've got to get a counselor. You don't want to bring that into the container of the relationship because this is here to amplify you. If we try to make our partner our everything, that is such a heavy weight to carry. Nobody can do that. That's why we fail. 
That's why marriages fail. That's why people get divorced. They can't handle it because that's too much. Back in the day, we used to have like, the, it takes a village to raise, raise a family, to raise the children, to help. We ought to pitch in. The village now for the relationships is go get a coach, go get a counselor, work on that stuff outside of the relationship. Doesn't mean that you can't come to the relationship and, and like share, like, hey, I'm going through things. You still do all of those, you know, things. We just don't have to like come and purge it all out. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's super insightful what you said about, you know, like your partner not being your everything. We, I think we're so used to, you know, like expecting that, right? And mm -hmm. wanting that and seeking that. And, you know, ultimately that's detrimental to the relationship. Hugely. It also, it also, uh, it's codependent. Yeah. And it keeps us in, like you, you are this, I expect you to be this, and if you're not that anymore, or if you can't handle this, if you have your own emotional needs right now and you can't handle mine, then I'm gonna feel rejected. I'll feel rejected, I'm gonna feel not good enough, I'm gonna feel like you don't love me or you don't want me, something's wrong, and then that can put us into a whole nother tailspin. So, take a breath. Yeah, just like let all that stuff move. We're all human beings, aren't we? Are we all just humans? Are we all just like figuring stuff out? And relationships are, nobody really teaches us a lot about relationships. Like we learn by watching. We learn from the things that we've seen our parents do who were also doing the very best that they could. And so now we get to have these kind of conversations and, and change things. Yes. I understand you need to get a coach and you need to go to a therapist, you know. I guess I'm not understanding where then you get that connection of telling your partner, hey, this is going on with me, let's work through it together. Like, where does that then come in if you're taking it all steps outside? I'm glad that you asked that question because that the statement that I made, you know, it's such a broad and general one. The thing is, is that I mentioned earlier about the agreements. Um, and I'll, we're going to do a practice and, and so we can talk more about it, but you want to, a lot of times what happens is in relationships, we'll just kind of come and dump it on the part, on our partner, you know, instead of getting consent, like, you know, and before we've even processed through it, maybe we're upset and there's a whole bunch of extra stuff that's in it. It's like something just happened and like I just come home and I just lay it on my partner, you know? And the partner feels like I gotta listen, but maybe they've had a long day too and stuff has like been kind of hard for them, but they're now expected to listen and you're in this thing and it could be really depending on everyone's different level of emotionality and so forth. It just could be heavy, it could be a lot. And so the partner could, I, I, everyone responds differently, so they could go into it and sometimes they like the drama of it and they, it just depends, it's just a lot. So to, to simplify things, it would be asking for consent. Are you, are you in the mindset to be able to process through this with me? Something just happened and I feel really upset. You know, do you have the, do you have the space right now to talk to me? Can we talk about this? Partner could say, Yes, 
they are, but it's important to like, again, this is the co-creation, like checking in, like, am I really, can I really hold the space? Like, hey, what, what is this, what's the level of this conversation? Is this something that happened at work? Is this like a parent, you know, a childhood kind of thing? Like, what is the level that we're talking about here? So that way they can make a, a decision. If they can't hold space in that moment, then you can agree to, you know, I can't hold space right now, but in the morning, let's talk about it. Like, let's, let's spend some time talking about it. And then put a time limit on it. Just for that interaction. Maybe you set the timer and it's like 30 minutes. Like, let's talk about it for 30 minutes. I'm just going to totally listen to you. You just get it all out. And how do you want me to respond? Do you want, you want feedback or do you want me to just hold you? What do you want? You know, what do you need from this? Is this painting a little bit of a different picture? Is it confusing? A little bit? Okay, we'll do a, a practice and then, because this is, this is, that's a deeper question and it's just nuanced and I'm again in two hours just trying to give you some stuff to help you to have your relationship a little bit lighter. Okay, but let's do a practice and, and then we'll answer more questions and have more discussion. How's that sound? Good? Okay, all right, very good. Um, let's play a little game. And we're gonna play a three-minute game. And in this three-minute game, you have some hand cream next to you. Anyone think, did anyone think it was like mayonnaise or something? <laughs> it does look like mayonnaise. What are we gonna do with this mayonnaise? We're gonna feed it to our partner. No, it's not. It's horrible. Yes. I will get you some hand cream. That's great. I will get you some. Okay. And, um, and I have more if you need some. So we'll play this game. And so for the first part of this, you can write this down actually. Um, this is the communication tool we're going to use. It's desires. 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 So like this is my desire. Um, this is my fear. And... This is my preference slash boundary. And let's just talk about that for a second. So for this first part, you're gonna, you're gonna take turns giving each other hand massages. And so for when it's your turn to receive, I want you to really check in and say like, what? how do I desire to be touched? How do I really desire to be touched? So do I want firm pressure? Do I want my fingers, you know, touch? How, you know, how do I want to be touched? And then if there are any fears, let's say that, you know, I really like some like gentle scratching, but maybe there's a fear that I don't want any marks left on me or something, you know, so I'd like some scratches, but this, or um, you may not even have a fear and that's okay. So you don't have to have one, but I want to give this tool to you in its entirety. The other thing, the last one would be either a preference or a boundary. So where do you want to be touched up to? Do you want to be touched up to your shoulder or up to your elbow or just your hand? What's the boundary? Why do you think it's important to have a boundary? You could. Yep, that's true. There's that. And what else? She said, if, it, if, you, if it gets violated, 
right, then it could develop a resentment. And here's the sucky part about it. If a boundary isn't expressed, then how's your partner even going to know that there was a boundary there, right? So what does that tell us? Communication. Communication. So we want a boundary because if you know where the boundary is, then you get to play. You're like, I can go this far. I can do all of this stuff. This is the boundary, right? I can do all of this. I know exactly what to do. And then you get to like relax and then you can feel fun, have fun. And the other thing is, is that that creates some safety, right? And some relaxation because now you've already expressed, this is what my boundary is. This is how I want to be touched. This is, any, this is a fear I might have had if you had one. And you guys can just both let go and enjoy the experience. But let's put that into practice and see how it works. Okay? All right. So um, go ahead and turn to your partner. I've got some cream right here for you. Does anybody have any questions? Yes. You need some cream too? Okay, you got it. You got it. Yes. You... To the other, yeah. I'm going to cue you, so stay with me, okay? So I just want you to turn to each other first. I'd like you to turn to each other, and then choose someone who's going to be the first person to go. Who's going to be the first person to receive? And then, if you're the person who's going to receive, does, does anybody not have to use that? So raise your hand if you're the first person to receive. You're the first one. Okay, you're the first one. So you're going to express very clearly, but check in with yourself first. Like, how do you really want to be touched? We're going to keep it PG-13. That's not a good group, okay? I know. Darn it. Okay, PG-13. And um, how do you want to be touched? And really check in and then give details, okay, about what that's going to be like for you. Now, here's the last little piece. When it's your turn and you're receiving, you close your eyes and you can make some sounds like, mm, that sounds good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that. Let your partner know that they're on the right track, okay? And if it doesn't feel so good, like let's say you they started doing a thing that you said, but then you're like, you know what, actually, I really don't like that anymore. Gently say, you know, actually, can you shift that? Can you just move that a little bit? Or that doesn't feel as great as I thought it would. Um, but don't change the boundary. All right. Take a breath. Everybody good? Everyone has cream? I hope that you enjoyed this snippet of the Authentic Connection Couples class that I teach at Savannah Wellness Resort and Spa. Come and check me out there the next time that you are in Carefree, Arizona. Or, of course, just book your one-on-one -on -one with me so that I can help you to take your love and your relationship to the next level. All right, everyone. Until next time, just take good care of yourself. This is such a good life to live, so maximize it. Enjoy every single drop.